This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. And before the weekend kicks off, I think we need to share this breaking news with everybody, Jim. Okay. A study claims to have found a cure for the hangover. What? Yes, we've been waiting for it. What took so long? Science? (laughs) Forget about COVID. We need the cure for hangovers. I was hoping for male pattern baldness, but we'll take hangovers. A study in Finland just wrapped up. They were investigating potential cures for hangovers, and they say they found one thing that actually works. It's an amino acid called L-cysteine. The letter L hyphen cysteine. Hmm. And when people would drink alcohol heavily, it, the next day it would help them get rid of their headaches and their nausea. That's simple, huh? L cysteine. Invest your money in a company that manufactures L cysteine. <laughs> you can apparently get this at vitamin and supplement stores right now. Its main purpose is to help keep your skin, hair, and nails healthy. So there you go. Maybe imagine it cured hangovers and made my hair grow back. Oh man, I, I get. But I mean, how much of a hangover? Like, I guess maybe if you just take more, because there's some hangovers that are way worse than others. Yeah. But I guess maybe if you just eat as much L-cysteine as possible. Maybe it'll get rid of even the worst hangovers. I'm going to start, I'm going to put some L-cysteine in a, uh, a salt shaker and just put it on all my food. <laughs> I thought you were going to say when you're doing tequila shots, you put it on. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to rim my margaritas <laughs> with L-cysteine. Yeah, fight fire. <laughs> you had a really bad hangover up at the cottage you told us about. Like you couldn't even get out of bed for a day afterwards. Oh, yeah. And my go-to... Uh... My go-to hangover cure is generally marijuana, um, but I didn't bring any up to the cottage because I'm with my family and there's kids around, and I just don't, you know, whatever. I'd rather just drink up there, so I didn't have m- m- my super my super drug. Uh huh. And uh, oh boy, I was hurting. It was a tough like go. A whole day gone. Gatorade and water is what I've been relying on. Mm-hmm. It's, over a, it's a the preemptive years. fight. You got to do it. Of course, the night before, yeah. or, or the night of, I guess I should, I should say. If you mix a water in there while you're drinking, mm-hmm. I know, and I always found it funny when guys, when your buddies give you a hard time because you're eating food or drinking water while you're drinking. Yeah. Eating's cheating. Eating's cheating. Okay, buddy. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you don't need to eat anything. You can just take some L-cysteine. Yeah. The more you eat, the more you throw up. So is that cheating too? The next day, if you took an Advil, is that cheating? I don't understand what the rules are here. Yeah, well, I, on one hand, you kind of you should almost have to own your hangover. Like if you're gonna go get messed up, you, you are kind of cheating. You did it to yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, they do say the one foolproof way to avoid a hangover: don't drink. Okay, okay, priest. That's like the Works abstinence. every time. <laughs> it's like the only way to not get pregnant is to not have sex. Okay, that doesn't help anybody. Well, you can actually get pregnant without having sex, though. Oh, yeah. One person did. <laughs> no, man. I'm talking about, like... Uh, in vitro? In vitro, yeah. <laughs> wow. What are you talking about, Mary? <laughs> no, 
Yeah, he's talking about Mary and, and uh, yeah, you know, okay. whatever. So there's multiple ways to get <laughs> pregnant without having sex. Are you ready for Karen the movie? In I don't a, know. In a world where the manager needs to be spoken to, <laughs> there is one woman who will answer the call. Karen the movie. <laughs> it's happening. Uh, the movie's called Karen. <laughs> Stars Taryn Manning. She's not quite, that's a, she's really going to have to act because her name's Taryn and she's going to be pretending to be Karen. Bit of a stretch, bit of a stretch. You know her from Orange is the New Black. She's playing a racist, entitled Southern woman trying to get rid of her new African-American neighbors. Uh, the character's full name is Karen White. <laughs> oh, wow. A little, a little on the nose. A little on the nose yeah, here. Come on. The neighbors are Black Lives Matter supporters, and Karen is scheduled to hit theaters next year. Oh, dear. This will get people riled up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see the haircut. I can, oh, it how, better be crazy, Long right. Island medium style. How how Karen-y are they going to be able to get that thing? How poofy? Yeah. How hard is the angle of the bangs going to be? Oh, so much hairspray. <laughs> how, how many Karens are going to complain about this movie? I know. It's not getting better if your name's Karen. Yeah. This is really taking hold, and I know your mom, poor, sweet Karen Kelly. Angel. Who has never asked to speak to a manager in her entire life. She has had to endure some hardship over the past few months because of this trend, Jim. She's she's devastated. Um, she goes to the grocery store and it says on the sign the customer is always right. But, you know, she doesn't want to push it. It's tough. It's tough out there for Karen. She started telling people her name is Susan. <laughs> she started telling people her name was Kelly. Kelly, and her last name was Karen. Kelly Karen. <laughs> hey, speaking of entitled, check out this story. A drunk lawyer leads cops on a high-speed chase, name drops Owen Wilson, and then demands that they order her pizza in jail. <laughs> 38-year-old Rena Sanders is a lawyer in guess what state? Florida? Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, Monday, she led police on a drunken high-speed chase. Cop tried to pull her Lexus over. She didn't stop. She accelerated, almost crashed. Cops got her out of the car at gunpoint, took her into custody. She tried to talk her way out of the charges by name-dropping celebrities that she supposedly hung out with, including Owen Wilson. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Tell, you're a big... Fan of the remake of Starsky and Hutch, Officer? Wow. Said she hung out with Ryan Reynolds and The Rock as well before, so you better let me out of this. <laughs> or I'm going to tell The Rock on you. <sighs> Didn't work. They took her to jail. And yeah. then when she was in jail, she demanded the police order, order her some pizza. <laughs> I'm a lawyer, damn it, order me some pizza. <laughs> they didn't. Yeah. Released on a $56,000 bond. She says she's 100% innocent. Mm. Can't wait to watch her represent herself. Yeah. <laughs> How about the other person who's, who's making their one phone call to, the lawyer, to their lawyer, and then they hear a cell phone ringing like 10 feet away from them? <laughs> it's like, hold good. on, I'm going to call my lawyer. Ring, ring, two cells over. <laughs> 
I demand you get me some pizza. It's Friday, Friday, Friday. It's Taz and Jim. Phone it in Friday. Hey, good morning, Taz and Jim. Hey, hey guys, it's Nate. How's it going? Good, Nate. What's going on with you? Well, I uh, I was just tuning in. Um, I heard you guys wanted to hear a little, like maybe a funny story, and I kind of had one. Yeah. So uh, it's totally random, but I just thought maybe give you guys a chuckle. So I have a big dog. Uh, so I'm taking. What my kind dog of dog is it? It's a uh, Great Pyrenees mixed with a German Shepherd. All right. Yeah. So I mean. She's pretty big, so I, I take her for a walk around the block, um, and opposing me is someone else walking their dog, but this guy looks like he's from, like, the Hells Angels, okay? Uh-huh. So, Biker-looking dude. Sons of yeah. Anarchy. Yeah. Yeah, he's got, like, a handlebar, handlebar mustache. He's wearing a denim vest. He's wearing, like, ripped jeans and boots and stuff, but his dog is a chihuahua. <laughs> Which was already funny enough to see. Yeah, and, uh, that's the visual. The juxtaposition there is great. Oh, it, it was it was awesome. But so as I'm passing him, the chihuahua starts barking at my dog. And um, <laughs> this guy, yeah, I kid you not, he stops in his tracks, bends down to the ground and points at this little chihuahua's face and says, you shut your mouth right now. <laughs> <laughs> and did the dog shut up? Yeah, well, I, I was actually trying not to laugh, and I was just thinking about what just happened. I didn't even notice. I just kept walking and immediately went upstairs and told the story because I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. But it gets a little bit better because it happened again. Like, I see this guy kind of often now, and the second time he did it, I wanted to know if he was going to say something funny, and he sort of did. He just kind of said the second time, he's like, hey, you better settle down. this is great this guy should not have a chihuahua (laughs) yeah you'd expect him to have a pit bull right yeah that's exactly what i was thinking (laughs) he he picked up the chihuahua put it in his man purse and kept walking (laughs) (laughs) it's a satchel (laughs) thanks nate guys and jim phone it in friday phone it in friday and ron is here hi ron hey how's it going boys good what do you got job. for us? Great job as always, fellas. Oh, thank you. Uh, did you guys see that guy take one of the seeds at the Jays game yesterday? No. <laughs> the we want you. The, we want you to paint the picture for us, though. I didn't see it either, but tell us what well, happened. The, the pitcher for the Phillies. He delivers the pitch, and the Lourdes Gurriel, or I think it was, 105 mile an hour comebacker at the mound took the guy right out the seeds. Oh. They, had, they, they said the guys in the radio were saying he, they didn't think he was wearing a cup either. Oh, is it? man. Yeah, I guess so the, the, he, he hit the pitcher and the pitcher wasn't wearing a cup? Yeah. That's, cr- that's crazy, man. Like, even playing uh, uh, D-League co-ed softball, I know our pitcher always wore a cup, and he, t- he took a couple softballs from amateurs to the leg and had some close calls. I can't imagine being in the majors and not wearing a cup. You guys ready for the audio? No. Should we? Okay. Yeah, do it. All right. Before is a pinch hitter. That one right off Alvarez. He's able to recover, stumble. Oh, my God. He made the play. To the ground, makes the play, and he is in pain. It was like a dull thud. You heard him say, oh, as the ball (laughs) hit off him. He was able to finish the play off. (laughs) You heard him say, ugh, no kidding. 
Yeah. That's all I'd be saying. Yeah, I'd be saying more than uh. <laughs> <laughs> Worst time to get hit in the in the nuts by a by a ball too. There's no fans to like mask the sound, <laughs> right? Or so, even the empathy of the oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, I better good. let you go, boys. So. Okay, Ron. That was a good <laughs> one. Job. Thank you. And we've got some bad news if you like the sauce. You like the sauce? I love the sauce. You like the sauce? Ragu pasta sauce is withdrawing from Canada. Wow. No more ragu. Ragon. Great <laughs> North. Ragu is ragon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a global news story here. Uh, ragu has decided that they are not going to uh, sell the sauce in Canada anymore. This is from their social media. And I'm sure all of you are following Ragu's social media account. <laughs> they got a blue check mark. Ragu says, we regret to inform you that Ragu has made the hard decision to exit the Canadian pasta sauce market. We hope that you have enjoyed the delicious taste of Ragu. Sorry for any inconvenience. For further questions, please visit our website. So, well, see you yep. later. Nice knowing you. <laughs> it's been fun, but we're out of here. Ragu. <laughs> ragu. <laughs> you know what ragu means? No, I don't. I looked it up here, the English-Italian uh, translator. It uh, translates to meat sauce. That's simple, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what a delicacy. It's fun to say. It's a great name. Yeah, yeah. It's a recognizable brand. Ragu. I'm allergic to tomatoes, and I know exactly what ragu is. Yeah. But I think it is kind of like the most generic. Like, I, I used to buy ragu to make pasta and put it whatever, and I would be ragu shamed. You know what I mean? Anybody who even had like one-tenth of Italian in them would be like, oh, you that's disgusting. How dare you ruin pasta with that stuff? Ragu is, it's not gourmet pasta sauce. Apparently. I can't tell the difference, really. Yeah, but. And, and I'm uneducated because I don't eat tomatoes. Mm. But people seem upset. There was, there was people posting their disappointment that Ragu is leaving the country. Colleen says, no, I like Ragu. I've been buying it for decades. Thumbs down emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Sad Clown on Twitter says, This is devastating. Ragu Original is the only smooth pasta sauce on the market. Perfect for someone like me with disordered eating. Frown mm. emoji. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I can, I, you know when you get used to a brand? You eat, eat it for years? I can see that. I, I think Ragu is like a great uh, like gateway starter pasta sauce. Mm -hmm. Like People would put it on their kids' pasta. You know, it's a quick, easy, easy meal. The it's like kids, cheese whiz, kind of. Right. It's it's palatable for children. Mm -hmm. They'll they'll eat it. The flavor's not too aggressive. Um, yeah. But now, ragu's uh, rag on. <laughs> I wonder if this will be one of those things where Canadians go down to the American, like when they cross the American border, they come back with a bunch of ragu. Now, you can't cross the border. <laughs> oh no! Borders closed. Oh man. Uh oh. <laughs> We're going to have a, uh, a story in Where'd They Hide It in a couple months about a Canadian 
smuggling crates of ragu <laughs> inside like a taxidermied head or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ragu is now contraband. <laughs> it's, if you can get your hands on some, or if mm. you have some in the pantry that's gone unused for a couple months. That stuff's like gold now. Oh, put it on Kijiji. Yeah, yeah. eBay time for that ragu. <laughs> Ron Jeremy is back in the news. Mm. Uh, just when you thought he couldn't get more disgusting, Jim, we now have pictures of the inside of Ron Jeremy's apartment. These are published in a British tabloid. A woman who met Ron Jeremy back in 2017, she went to his one-bedroom Hollywood apartment apartment because she had to use the bathroom <laughs> would you want to use ron jeremy's bathroom i would rather find the closest starbucks any day of the week yeah i would rather go down a, a sewer grate <laughs> you know? behind a dumpster exactly yeah i think behind a dumpster would be cleaner than the pictures i'm looking at no here way. it's so gross um you could hardly open the front door, says this woman. Oh, no. You couldn't get into the bathroom at all because trash was piled up, old porn memorabilia stuffed into overflowing boxes. His kitchen table looked like an unkempt outside porch. There were plants that had grown around table legs onto the floor. It was like the TV show Hoarders. Oh, my God. Cans of roach spray left on the side of the uh, countertop in the kitchen. Piles of medication, books, DVDs, paperwork, and pet turtles. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at the pictures now. It, it looks like a dump, straight up. I kind of feel bad for him. Really? Well... You feel bad for Ron Jeremy? Only because, like, the hoarder mentality is, like, you know, some people just can't... You can't throw anything away. It's like a mental away. health issue, you know? It's, you know, something's wrong with him if he can put up with this. Yeah. It's, it's bad. Especially when you have the money not to live that way. Yeah. And you choose to live that way. Oh, imagine how disgusting it would look with a black light on. <laughs> imagine how disgusting Ron Jeremy would look with a black light on him. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. It's like, there, it's funny because there's a path, a pathway that you can still kind of walk between the garbage, but yeah. everything's piled high be between the pathway. Yeah. Oh man. The woman says that Ron Jeremy did try to grope her as well. Uh, but she uh, did not accept his advances, and she took pictures of the place. <laughs> How about that? Takes pictures of the place, just waits for him to get arrested before she sells <laughs> yeah. him to a tabloid. Totally. <laughs> oh, man. Nice move. Yeah, that would be a hover situation if you're using Ron Jeremy's bathroom, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I get those thighs working. But isn't it amazing where you see people who have tons of money and then they live like this? Does Ron Jeremy have a ton of money, though? I think I watched a documentary about him a long time ago, and he seemed to be pretty frugal. He didn't spend hmm. a lot of the money that he made. Ron Jeremy net worth. Because I, Yeah, I would have guessed maybe he's one of those guys who had a lot of money, but it's a career that doesn't continue he's like has a lot of cameos and stuff nowadays but ron jeremy is estimated to have a net worth of around six million dollars no way yeah six oh, million dollars and he's living that's how he he chooses to live hmm. in an apartment like that 
It's yeah, something's not right there. Yeah, that's that's not good. Pretty gross. <laughs> I'll I'll post these photos though because it is shocking. Yeah, it's not what you you know. It's not surprising. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, it is the apartment equivalent to uh, oh, his Ron face. Jeremy, yeah. Yes, it's Ron Jeremy with his shirt off in apartment form. <laughs> Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.